Happy Christmas time, everyone. Welcome back to the Literacy Based Speech Therapy Podcast. My name is Kaylin. And my name is Ashley. We are both licensed speech language pathologists. If you have a love of picture books and want fresh ideas for using them in your therapy sessions, then you're in the right place. Today, we're doing a deep dive into the Christmas-themed book, Olive, the Other Reindeer by Vivian Walsh. This is a really cute book. So go grab your copies so you can follow along. Also, you can download the blank template included in your show notes so that you can take notes. There's a download link on your listening app. So a quick summary of the book, Olive is a dog and she's merrily preparing for Christmas season when she's hearing the song, Olive, the other reindeer. And she confuses it for Olive, the other reindeer. And she thought, hmm, I thought I was a dog. I must be a reindeer. So she quickly hops on the Polar Express and heads north to the North Pole, which it's actually a snowplow, but that's okay. And while Santa and the other reindeer are a little bit surprised that a dog wants to join their team, in the end, Olive and her unusual reindeer or dog skills are just what Santa and the veteran reindeer team need. Yes. So for this episode of The Deep Dive, we're going to take you behind the scenes on how we go through a book. So we're going to go through this book together. When we're choosing a book, we are trying to choose books that have a lot of ticks on the key teaching points. So a lot of different concepts that we can address in our therapy sessions. And we love when it has a wide variety age range. So we do think that all of the other reindeer could be used in early childhood, elementary and upper elementary. So we talked about this a little bit in our favorites episode with the early childhood it flows so well and the just the action sequencing you can scaffold it down for early childhood but you can also the pictures the illustrations are abstract and they're not so babyish to where an upper elementary kid would be offended cuz you were using it so we definitely think you can use it for both or for that whole age range and there are grammar concepts that you would use for the upper elementary. So I'm going to go quickly through what we would use this for. Vocabulary, character analysis, predicting, sequencing, illustration study, and the text features. Also, like I said, grammar concepts. So specifically present progressive verbs, regular past tense verbs, mental state verbs, and complex sentence structure. And then there are high frequency sounds that we would be able to address. Yeah. And we often say why are we pulling this book off the shelf? Those are our key teaching points. And so those are kind of the big reasons why you're pulling, because there's like so many good Christmas books. Why are we pulling all of the other reindeer off of the shelf? I want to go through the story grammar because it's really important for kids to understand story grammar. So it is a complete episode. So the characters are Olive, the little dog, Santa, and the reindeer. The setting is Christmas time around the world because they're like delivering. It goes as they're delivering packages and gifts. So the action is Olive heard the song Olive the Other Reindeer in a Christmas song as he's getting ready. The kickoff is she wants to join the reindeer in the North Pole to help Santa. She thinks like that's what she's supposed to do. If she's a reindeer, that's what she's got to go do. 
So the plan is Santa decides to give Olive a chance because they were running out of time. Santa's already checked his list twice. It's time to go. Come on, Olive, just join us. So the action step is that Comet, one of the reindeer, makes sure Olive is tied in safe on a ribbon. And so Olive is kind of dangling below the reindeer, but marrying along the way. (laughs) The problem is the problem of the story. So the reindeer are so curious about Olive and they stop watching where they're going as they're flying about pulling Santa. They crash into a tall tree. And so here's the attempt. Olive is a dog's and dogs are good at chewing. So she chewed through a stick to free the sleigh. Another problem happens. Gundrop's candies fall from the sleigh. Olive, so here's the attempt. Olive barks to tell Santa who caught the gundrops in the toy sack. Great. Now flutes are falling out. This kind of reminds me of the story Room on the Broom. So the attempt is Olive and her dog skills. She's now howling louder than the flutes to tell Santa. The next action. Santa lands the sleigh where he realizes that there must be a hole in the toy sack. Olive, again, the dog skills, good at fetching. So Olive fetches the flutes and brings them back to Santa once he had fixed the toy sack. So the result of all of this, they were able to deliver all of the presents and head home. The problem then is they get lost in the North Pole fog. Olive uses her dog skills again and guides the sleigh home using her nose to smell Mrs. Claus cookies. So the resolution to the story is Santa gifts Olive her own set of reindeer antlers. Super cute ending to the story. I love this story. Yes. So in order to fully get the humor and the confusion that Olive experiences is the homophone of Olive and all of. So, and also a little background knowledge of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer song, all of the other reindeers. You kind of need to know that that's the song she's listening to and how similar those sound. That would be something you would address. This background part. This is what I'm doing as I'm walking the child to therapy. I'm like, do you remember that song? You know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And that's what you're discussing before you go read this story so that they can get that homophone connection. And then tie it and kind of say, sing it when you're reading. And then also sing it like, Olive, huh, that sounds like her name. And so kind of connect those dots and then that that kind of connects for the students. Like, that's why she felt like she needed to go to the North Pole. It's around Christmas time. What does Santa do around Christmas time? He's getting ready to go deliver presents. The vocabulary, some great vocabulary words in this story are reported, chance, curious, clung. Olive clung to the tree, traveled, twitch, her nose twitches, patching up the toy sack. So patching and then dreaded some great vocabulary words in this book. And then you can also do some character analysis. So the character analysis part is great for a little bit of the background knowledge. So tell me about dogs. What are dogs really? What do you know about dogs? What are they good at? And then you can also 
compare and contrast dogs and reindeers. And then when you're reading, the book does describe dogs throughout. It's like in the book that says they are expert smellers or she's really good at fetching. So just talking about that. So you can do a character analysis on Olive as a dog. And then you can also do a compare and contrast between the stereotypical reindeer and then the dog. Like, why is it such a big deal? Right. In the song, Rudolph saves the day because his nose was so bright. And then, so how does Olive save the night? She uses her nose too. It's just a little bit different. How did her nose guide? And so then just another good nugget is you can do a parallel story with that and reindeer and seeing if they can tell a similar story. So if you want to work on some predicting questions throughout this book, here are some really great predicting questions. Or why do you think Olive marched out the door? So this is in the very beginning. Why do you think she just kind of dropped everything and marched out the door? Where do you think Olive is going? Because mm-hmm, it doesn't say. All you get is that she realizes she must be a reindeer. Right. Yeah, there's a lot that's left out of this story that you kind of just have to piece together. What do you think will happen with Santa giving Olive like a chance? Because a lot is missing in that part too. I feel like it's like, do you think Santa questions this? Like, why is there a dog here? You know, there's a lot of open areas for questions at this beginning part when she gets to the North Pole. Another question, what do you predict will happen when the reindeer, they're all staring at Olive. What do you predict the reindeer are thinking? What do you think they're going to react? How else do you think Olive might help Santa? Are there some other dog tricks that maybe they didn't include, but maybe you could, you know, think of? Why do you think Santa instructed the reindeer to prepare for a landing? It's a great predicting question. You can even predict, do you think they will make it home? Do you think Santa will keep Olive as a part of his team next year? So there's some great opportunities for predicting. The next, like if you're going to work on sequencing, here are some things you can do with sequencing with this book. The order of events Olive takes to show Santa she can be a helpful reindeer. So she chewed through the sticks to free the sleigh. She smelled the gumdrops falling. She barked to alert Santa. She heard the flutes falling and howled loud, you know, loud enough to notify Santa. She fetched the fallen flutes and brought them back to Santa. And then she used her nose to guide the team back to like she smelled Mrs. Claus's cookies. So you can sequence all of those events with your students. And then grammar concepts. So I mentioned before, it does have a lot of verbs. And then there are also some complex sentence structures. So just an example, it says Santa knew a lot about dogs. For instance, they can't fly. So in just that sentence, it's a complex sentence structure, which is harder for students, making sure they don't miss the fact that it's just mentioning another thing that Santa knows about dogs. And then also the word new, that is a mental state verb. He's not saying, huh, you're not great at flying because you're not a reindeer. He's thinking it. It's something that he already has in his thoughts. Another example is she, and this is referring to Olive. She climbed up slowly and started chewing. And so in this, you're getting that regular past tense verb of she climbed 
and then started, and then also the present progressive verb of chewing. So there is also like the adverb, but that's not prevalent throughout the whole. There aren't a ton of adverbs. And these are great sentences for those older students that you're doing those grammar concepts. I would always, you know, use them as mentor sentences. So I would pull them out. I would write them either on the whiteboard or on a piece of paper. And we go through and dissect the syntax and the grammar structures and all of that, because that's what they do in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And you could also say she climbed up slowly. She started chewing. So how did they break it apart and then have them blend it back together to make another complex sentence structure? Another one is before Santa had finished patching the hole in the sleigh, Olive had returned each and every flute back to the sack. So that's including the regular past tense verb, a present progressive verb, and it's another complex sentence structure. And then the last one that we have written is Olive, the reindeer, said Olive, I thought I was a dog. Hmm, I must be a reindeer. And that has that mental state verb of thought. I thought I was a reindeer. And it also ties into the text features. And when you're reading, like we said in the beginning, kind of sing the song a little bit. (laughs) And just so that they can hear that she's kind of humming to herself and singing along to herself. It kind of brings the story to life. But then also there's an ellipsis here where it says Olive, dot, dot, dot. It's kind of like her light bulb is turning log. It's her whole thought process. And so that's important just to point out and also as you're reading. And then the exclamation point at the end, especially for this, it's like it's emphasizing Olive's realization that she's actually a reindeer. Huh. Imagine that. And then throughout the rest of the book, there's also some bold text and large font to bring attention to the different onomatopoeias that are throughout the book. Right. And I think oftentimes like text features goes side by side with studying the illustrations. We want our students to notice those things in a picture book. So in this book specifically, there are like the dialogue, like call outs, and that's to show the emotion of the characters. There are some glowing illustration concepts around Olive so that the eyes bring attention to the dog. You know, why would Olive need to be tied onto the reins? So you see the red string. So you can notice her inside, like just a large collar. And those are just ideas for you to help the student connect to the storyline and deepen that understanding. There's some great figurative language in this book. I don't know that I'm pulling this book off of the shelf for figurative language, so to say. It's important to expose them to that, call attention to it, and explain. So one of the examples is, the fog was as thick as a pillow. Again, use that mentor sentence, discuss what that, you know, what that figurative language means, how authors use that instead of directly stating or directly like describing the fog. That's a great simile that the students can be, you know, called attention to. There are some onomatopoeias, so crash and plop. And then olive smelled trouble is a great figurative language. And then another example from the story is this was not music to Santa's ears. Yeah, when he heard olive howling versus the flutes falling, it was not music to his ears. Yeah. So what does that mean? That was not music to Santa's ears. Like students may just gloss over that line, but 
it's important to understanding, you know, what Santa's thinking in this. Yeah. And so it's not like you need to do like a worksheet to address the figurative language, but it's where you need to start to scaffold in your brain. You add on. So in the story, if it says the fog was as thick as a pillow, oh, they can't see because the fog, do you, do they even know what fog is? And looking at the illustrations, that, that's why they can't see because it's so thick. How thick is your pillow? Another thing is the high frequency sounds. There are high frequency sounds just because olive. So you can address that medial L in the final V and then reindeer. So if you're working on that initial R or that final EAR ear sound, you can use it. And again, if you don't see it, it's in the illustrations. Encourage them to use it whenever they're answering questions. And then the last one is the initial S for Santa. So that is all of the other reindeer. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, Just to remind you that we will link to the freebie that we will provide for this book in the show notes, as well as to the book on our book search, sweetsouthernspeech.com, if you'd like to look more into it as well. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We know you're a busy SLP, so thanks for spending some of your time with us today. Click the description for this episode on your listening app or go to sweetsouthernspeech.com to access the show notes. We will include any links mentioned. And to continue the conversation, come hang out with us on Instagram at Literacy Based Speech Therapy, where we share lots of books to use in your therapy sessions. We would love to hear your thoughts on what you heard today. Please leave us a review on your listening app. We'll catch you in the next episode.